Blonde Podcast. I am Christina McGinnis, the founder of KCM Connect, the Bottled Blonde, and a fashion blogger. The Bottled Blonde Podcast is a millennial's guide to leveling up in business, dishing on our latest dating adventures, personal development, hashtag self-care, and sipping on some fun AF cocktails. To break it down, booze, boys, beauty, and business. If you want it, we got it. Hello, TBB babes. I am your host, Christina Catherine McGinnis, the founder of the Bottles Bond Podcast, KCM Connect, and the blog, ChristinaMcGinnis.com. Guys, I am sipping on some new cocktails. I decided I need to break out of my mold of the rosé. We need to try something new. So I asked you guys over the weekend what your favorite cocktails are. And one of you said a jalapeno martini. And I was like, you know, I like a little spice. Like I like a little margarita action. So why not? Let's do a little jalapeno martini. I about fucking died, but I made one at home because I was like, you know what? I want to be a martini drinker. I want to be the girl who goes in and orders the martini. It's just such a vibe. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start making them at home. That way I can have like a signature cocktail too that I can like give to people when I actually have friends over. You know, hostess with the mostest. This is the season to like really get into it, really do all the things. So jalapeno martini and how you do it at home. So I went to Costco or whatever like your big box store is. You can go get like a huge gallon of vodka, get a small amount of vodka, whatever your vibe is. And then you chop up fresh jalapenos and you can either put them in mason jars or you can put them in just like glass containers and let it sit for eight to 24 hours. Depends on how spicy you want it. That's the thing. I personally did mine because I want like a little kick, but I don't want to fucking die. I don't want to be like, I need to go to the hospital because this is so spicy. So I did around 10 hours and that was really good for me. Did it, threw it in a little, I don't even, I was about to call them a blender. God, it's the thing where you shake up the cocktails. Anyway, I have one of those, threw a little lemonade in there, a little bit of the jalapeno. Then I put a few fresh jalapenos in there and a few slices of lemon on the rim. Guys, not only did it look hella beautiful, but one of those, and it like slaps you in the face. Like you only need like one or two, and then you are hot to trot, ready to go. So that is like my latest and greatest with the cocktails because we love our booze around here. Today's drinking word is going to be coarse because we are chatting with Amy, and I'm so excited for you guys to hear from her. She's so fun. She literally slid into my DMs right before I had moved to LA. And she was my first LA client for KCM Connect ever. So I feel like this is a very fun full circle moment. Plus, she just has such an interesting life. Like I loved it. She lived in a tiny house. She straight up traveled the world for like months and months and months and was still able to work, grew her online platforms, grew her marketing 
course sales to over a million dollars, which is pretty freaking wild. And I just feel like there's so much from her that you guys can gain from this episode. I know I did. And she's just so fun. So bubbly, literally exactly what you see on Instagram. And that's not always the case. Like, I feel like a lot of times you can meet people off of Instagram and you're like, what the fuck? Like, how are you nothing? Like kind of what you put up online. Like you expect them to be like really down to earth or whatever it is. And then you can meet people and you're like, I, I am shocked. What is happening here? I don't understand. I don't get it. But she is awesome. Exactly what you see on Instagram. And guys, I'm just pumped. Little mini tangent. I am pumped next week for Thanksgiving. I get to head back to Portland, which is where my family is in Portland, Oregon. They're going through like a full COVID shutdown. So that might be quite an experience. But Thanksgiving next week, I'm meeting LA Hotman's whole family. And I've met his mom and his brother. But I feel like the family and meeting them and sitting down is a whole new fucking pressure to where you're like, kind of get sweaty palms. Like I'm like, whoo, heavy breathing. I'm going to need a lot of these jalapeno martinis to get through it. I haven't met someone's full family that's brand new in a long time. Like full blown sat down, like the whole bit has not happened in a very long time for me. And I feel like I'm fresh. I feel like I'm newly dating. I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? How do I, I'm just like, all right, got to like deep breathe here. So if anyone else is like meeting the family for the first time, I kind of doubt it, especially in COVID because literally everyone's like kind of in like their Zoom Thanksgivings or maybe not going to large Thanksgivings. We're going to a large Persian full blown Thanksgiving. And so I had to go and buy a new outfit because I was like, God, I don't know what the fuck to wear around everybody, especially in COVID. Like you want to be comfy, but you also want to look nice because you're meeting someone for the first time and you're like, it's the holidays. And so I also was panicking because I was like, oh my God, what do I bring? Like I, I have not done this in so long, full blown panic. So went on, made a gift guide for you guys on christinamckinnis.com in case you are panicking about what to get the in-laws in case you are panicking about what to get your boyfriend, literally whatever it is. We have like under 25, under 50, under 200. So many damn gift guides because I was in the panicking mode. And I'm also going to put up what to wear for Thanksgiving because if you are in a panic as much as I was, I was like, why isn't anyone showing Thanksgiving outfits? I need some Thanksgiving fits. What is going on here? But TBB babes, I am pumped for this episode. I am pumped to finish this jalapeno martini and let's get into it. Today, we are chatting with Amy from Rebel Nutrition all about how she went from zero to 100K in six months, her step-by-step strategy. Then we also dive into how you can ditch your nine to five, how she works on her own schedule from anywhere in the world, and how she was able to travel literally for months and months on end and still keep her amazing work ethic while growing her business. If you guys are looking to establish financial freedom and have a good time, then this episode is for you, TBB babes. Well, hello, TBB babes. We are pumped for today. We are chatting all things nutrition, New Year's goals, positive mindsets, and we are getting into it. Without further ado, welcome our TBB guest. 
Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh, me too. I know we are just like chilling in my apartment right now and <laughs> I'm sipping on some coffee. We've got our tripod rocking. So we'll, you guys will be able to actually watch us now, which is, it's very interesting. I feel like with podcasts too, you can like feel like you know someone without seeing them, which is kind of weird. It is very weird. And I've thought about that. Like, what's the difference? Because I feel like something about audio Maybe because a lot of people listen to podcasts while they're like doing things in their house or they're working out. It's like almost this instant connection when you're listening to somebody yeah. versus even watching them on video. I don't know. It's different. It's so different. Yeah. And to they're like in, in your head or maybe like more relatable. I don't know mm-hmm. what the vibe is. I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to, I want like the guests to hear all about you and kind of your background. So can you chat a little bit about how you went from in debt to then now having a successful business? business? Yeah. So, I mean, going back to when I first became a nutritionist, a nutritional therapy practitioner, to be exact, (laughs) my husband and I were kind of in a place where we're living. (laughs) It's kind of a funny story. We were living in a tiny house, like literally a hundred something square feet. And we wanted something different for our lives. Like I just really saw myself like traveling the world and like running a business and having the freedom to just kind of do what I want. I mean, that sounds bad, but I honestly, like I was a terrible employee. I never wanted to work for somebody else. I wanted to just do things on my terms. And so from there I started kind of, we were in debt because I had gone back to school and I started building my business as a nutritionist, seeing clients. And then I kind of decided that the only way to kind of scale instead of trading time for dollars and just getting more and more clients, which was really draining to me, was to create an online course, like something that I could sell and reach tons of people at once with my nutrition knowledge and basically eventually create passive income. But so that's kind of the journey that I went on to create my business and went from clients to courses. And now then we did end up being able to travel, paying off debt and building a very successful business, which is like just so crazy thinking back to when I was in nutrition school and I had no tech knowledge whatsoever. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that like working as a personal trainer, which is what I was doing at the time, like was not my, not my destiny. <laughs> You're like, this is not for me. Yeah. I will not be doing this. When did you see a jump from like sales? Cause it sold, I think it was over a million dollars. When did you notice in that six month period, like it hitting those marks? Was there something that you were doing? Was it email funnels? Like kind of, do you have like a secret recipe or anything that you felt like worked really well? Yeah. Well, I will say just cause I don't want to be like, I like to be really transparent that you said six months. So we hit or I hit six figures in six months. Okay. But then it took a couple years to hit seven figures. So I just wanted to be really clear about that. It wasn't like that quick, but definitely, I mean, still being able to go for to zero to six figures in a couple of months is still pretty insane. And I think, I mean, there's a lot of different things that I think worked well for me, but being really active on social media, I mean, that was huge to build an audience. I was on YouTube. I was doing a lot of like live trainings and webinars. I think basically just leading with free value. I was always showing up and creating creating videos on, you know, aimed at teaching people something about nutrition or wellness or this is the behind the scenes of my day, whatever, just trying to create content around like whatever I could. And I think the most importantly, important thing to kind of say about that is like when I first was doing that I was so uncomfortable on camera and I think a lot of people think that like they need to wait until they feel comfortable on camera or until they have the perfect setup 
to create that content and create the videos. And like, if you guys go back on like my YouTube channel or my Instagram, you will see how terrible my setup was, how bad and uncomfortable I was on camera. And like, I think it's, it, it's good to kind of see that progression because everybody starts at zero and probably feels like a total fraud and is so uncomfortable when they first start. I think it is. And too, it just takes practice. Like I've had people ask me like, okay, how do you get comfortable on Instagram stories? That's even super hard for people. And they're like, how the hell do I stand in front of this camera or talk about like maybe something that I'm not experienced about? And I think my biggest like tip for that was like, get experienced on it, mm -hmm. like learn and then just literally keep hitting the fuck it button and keep trying because the worst thing you're going to do is have to press delete. Mm -hmm. and try it again. Well, that's why Instagram stories is such a good place to start because it's like you can try it a hundred times and delete them if you don't like them and you can get better and practice and practice. And yeah, I don't think anybody's super comfortable the first time they're doing it. Yeah, exactly. And even still, I'm like, damn, like that's a bad angle. Like, you know what I mean? Something you'll watch them back. Like I almost never watch my Instagram stories back because I'm like, ah, cringy. Mm -hmm. Anytime I hear my voice too, like if I have to like listen to the podcast or listen to my stories, I'm like, mute, mute. Oh, I literally like flick it off. No, at this point, I'm like, I trust my assistant so much. I'm like, I'm not going to listen to this back. So just make sure it's good. Yeah. Let me know if it's not, but I don't want to hear my own voice. Yeah. Turn it off. I want to chat a little bit too about like living a healthy lifestyle and how you bring like that twist of nutrition from let's say what other nutritionists do. Yeah, I think so Rebel Nutrition, the name kind of came because I guess for since high school for about 10 years I struggled with an eating disorder. And so when I got into nutrition, I was like the way that I want to talk about nutrition to people is not going to be the traditional like cut your calories, work yourself into the ground type of nutrition. It's going to be more about like really sustainable wellness and feeling really good about yourself and not so much like what you look like on the outside, but like making sure that you're actually really healthy and enjoying your life, because I think that's like a huge missing piece of nutrition. So that's kind of where the rebel part came in. And I think that also, I mean, that's kind of a good tip for anybody out there who is building a business or is in the, you know, health coaching or wellness industry is like having something like using your own personal story to kind of give you a different flavor than everybody else out yeah. there, you know? Mm hmm. No, I love that. And I was chatting with a girlfriend yesterday. We were talking about like the power of like kind of telling your mind you're already doing something. So for example, we we're both like, Hey, we want to tone up before the holidays. And we're like, we want to tell ourselves we've already lost the five pounds. So it's like that motivation. And almost when you have like that positivity and that mm -hmm. mindset, like you keep going. Cause you're like, Oh, I've already lost five pounds. Like what's another five. And you almost like you're tricking yourself into like a different reality almost. Oh, totally. Or like making decisions from the place of so I guess like a good example would be if you let's say you do want to lose five pounds, like treating. Your, I mean, this is like literally exactly what you just said, but acting as if acting as you already have the body that you love and you feel great about and making nutrition decisions from that place rather than like, oh, my God, I hate myself today. Like, look at my thighs. I can't eat that. Like that is never going to give you <laughs> the that results edge. that you want. Yeah. 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 It's so I love that. I think that those are like very tangible tips for people too, who are like trying to jump in. And that's something that anyone can do. You mm -hmm. can literally write out like, damn, I lost my five pounds today in your journal or, totally. or just tell yourself. I think those are very easy things for people to do for you who traveled a lot. I want to kind of hear about how you were able to work and travel because I feel like people get in this kind of mindset when you're, you know, when you're on vacation, you are not working. So what were some tips that you did while you were traveling? 
Yeah, to stay motivated with working. So I'm kind of, <laughs> it's interesting because I'm sort of like the opposite. I think a lot of people have that question of like, how do I stay motivated? I'm almost like, how do I carve in enough enjoyable time because I want to be working all the time. So I think though the way that I sort of balanced it is that I knew, especially after traveling for a while, I kind of knew which which places we would travel to that felt really good to me to 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 work on my business. So for example, Bali, obviously traveling right now is like not really a thing, but I'm just talking about back then. Bali was very like digital nomad friendly. So I knew that like when we were gonna be in Bali, it was like my time to create a course, my time to like do a bunch of trainings create a bunch of content and get that out there. But when we were in like Europe, it was a lot more like fun time. Like I wanted to be drinking wine and going to cafes and like the Wi-Fi isn't as great there always. So kind of just doing my research beforehand and figuring out like, okay, which country are we going to be in? What does it look like in terms of like the Wi-Fi situation, the co-working space situation, and just planning it out that way and, and just making it a priority. I mean, even if you wanted to do like Monday through Friday, I'm working and then the weekends I'm taking off just like a normal day or like a normal, a normal week schedule, I think is really important. And just knowing that ahead of time, instead of like waking up each morning and being like, what am I doing today? Yeah, no, that's definitely, I love that. (laughs) Okay, TBB babes, you guys are hearing the latest and greatest here first. ChristinaMcGinnis.com is launching sticker packs. We are super excited about our three packs the blogger pack, social media pack, and the podcast pack. A portion of the proceeds will go to Love 146. Love 146 is an international human rights organization working to end child trafficking and exploitation through survivor care and prevention. So what the heck is a sticker? Guys, this is going to change your gram game. Unlike gifts, stickers can be copied and pasted into your Instagram stories without reducing the image quality. Stickers are files you own, so they will never be hard to relocate for future use, unlike Instagram's black hole of a gift library. Stickers can also be used in YouTube videos. These are so simple, guys. I use them in all of my stories, and you guys were asking about them, so we figured let's make them available for all of the TBB babes. Use my code KCM20 to get 20% off your sticker pack at ChristinaMcGinnis.com. That is KCM20 at christinamcginnis.com for 20% off any and all sticker packs. So on the flip side of that, for now you're home 100% of the time and you traveled for 18 months. Mm-hmm. How does that transition? Like you've been, you know, you've been running around doing all these things and now you're like in a home permanent for a while. How has that affected you? Yeah, I mean, it's actually really nice because I think after a while and actually the reason I stopped traveling was because it just it felt like another full time job trying to plan our travels and that became so unsettling to me. And so actually being able to live somewhere full time and have like a home office, it just feels so good and actually I think helps me create better content because I have that sort of stability. But the same way. I mean, I sort of, I really do try and take weekends off and that's really important to me just for like my mental health of like making sure I have a break. But Monday through Friday is pretty much just like, I mean, it it is a lot more flexible because I create my own hours and I kind of, I can basically take off days whenever I want to, but I still 
most of the time try and aim to like work Monday through Friday. <laughs> I love it. I know for me, I'm like, I'm used to working every single day and I'm like, all right, you get Sundays off, like do whatever the hell you want on Sunday. Yeah. Well, I think that's so important. And I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, it can be so easy to just have your work kind of bleed into every other aspect of your life. Cause I even feel like some days I say that I'm off, but then I end up Instagram storying like all day or still creating content. And I'm like, okay, that's not really taking a day off. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I know I need to. Yeah. I am too. I almost feel like too, when I'm working, like I'm the most happy too. And so when I'm not working, then I'm like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the need to like keep working because I almost, this sounds awful. Like I get high off of working. I do too. It's it's actually something that I'm really actively trying to work on right now because I think it's also kind of a dangerous line when that's what you kind of source your purpose from. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing, but then like, well, what happens if that's taken away? What happens if like, you know, your your business is taken away? Like what you still need to feel, and this is just coming from myself, like I still want to feel like I'm enough and that yeah. I'm okay, even mm-hmm. without all of these external things. And I think that's something that like It's freaking hard. It's hard. Do you know what your human design is? I know. Are you into human design at all? I've heard about it. My friend was literally, we had this conversation yesterday and she, God, what is there? Is there like an app or a website that you type everything in? Yes. And also I'll give you, I have like a free, it's just a little mini course that like teaches everybody how to, how to get their chart and then what that means, like very basically. But mybodygraph.com is really easy. You just put in like your birth date, your, I think the location that you were born and the time, and it'll give you one of five energy types, which is just really interesting. And I love hearing like what other people are, because especially just how you explained, like you're kind of an energizer bunny. I'm like thinking you're for sure a generator, but it'd be interesting to see. Okay. Wait, no, I may, maybe I have done this. I'm, I think I am a generator. That's what, that would be my guess. Just based on what you said, I'm a generator too. Oh, okay. But it, it basically means like when you are doing the thing that you're meant to be doing and you're following your passions and your joy, you have like unlimited energy for it. You're like, literally the energizer bunny but if you if you're doing things that people tell you you should be doing or you know you're trying to like follow the status quo but it's not really what you're meant to be doing you'll really get burned out like adrenal fatigue really just exhausted that's so interesting okay I'm gonna have to do it maybe we'll have to do it right after this oh yeah we definitely will it's like a rabbit hole that you will go down and I definitely went down and I'm still in things are happening. I do. I want to jump a little bit over. I want to hear because you are literally in the nutrition world, hundred percent of your life. What do you think about like some things like juice cleanses or like the Omni meal or stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, I think my perspective about it has changed over time because I think a couple years ago, if you would ask me that question, I would have been like, that's terrible. Like you should never do these like quick fix diets. And at this point, I'm kind of like, everybody's on their own path. And if that's what you want to do, and that's what, you know, feels right to you in the moment and is going to eventually get you to where you need to be, then okay. I mean, I, I don't ever recommend anybody doing anything like super unhealthy, but I think everybody kind of has to like figure that out for themselves. Like if, if doing a juice cleanse feels good to you and you're, you know, you're doing it the recommended amount of time, maybe like a couple days, not like a month. Yeah. Then I mean, go for it. Yeah. I honestly too, it's funny. Like I feel like there's so many like quick fix things, but sometimes they do work for some people. You mm-hmm. just don't know if you're the person, I guess, until yeah. you try. Well, and I think that's a really interesting thing about nutrition too, is that 
everybody's body is so different. And I just was talking to somebody about epigenetics, which is basically like we all have this very specific set of genes and DNA that's going to determine what kinds of foods work for our body and what kind will not. I mean, that's why you can see somebody who goes keto and like thrives on it and is losing a bunch of weight and feels amazing. And like if I tried to do keto, I would be very like I'd be struggling because I my body needs carbs like a lot of them so it's just it's very interesting and I think what works for some per one person may not work for somebody else in COVID right now I feel like a lot of people are either in a funk like I've talked to girlfriends like these past few weeks that have just been kind of in I don't know this rut what are some things that you use to build confidence yeah I mean that's a really good question. And I have to be honest, like I, there's a time in COVID when I feel like I was in a funk too. So, I mean, I get it. And I, I think that just number one is just accepting that like, this is where you are right now and it's okay. And sometimes like you need to kind of feel that feeling first before you can get out of it. But I mean, I think just the most simple things I always try and get exercise in. I mean, every single day, even if that's just like going for a walk or being outside, I know that really changes my mood a lot. And even if like you don't feel like working out, but if you just do it anyways and you just start, I mean, five minutes in, you'll usually feel a lot better and you'll get more energy. So, I mean, staying active, I think having some sort of routine, I think everybody at home right now is things can be kind of all over the place if you don't create any sort of structure. So I think even just, you know, from nine to 10 every morning, I do yoga or like from noon to four is when I have my work time, like just creating like little, little tips or little like plans throughout the day that you can follow. I love the girl who founded the career Contessa. Have you ever? No, she's amazing. I'll have to show you okay. her Instagram, but she actually said on the podcast too, like a great way to kind of transition yourself in and out of work is to make like a, a route. Or like something like maybe you do a walk around the block, mm -hmm. like something that's kind of like an intro and an exit. I love that. That's that's really, really good. It was because I was like, all right, well, because most people have like a morning commute or something mm -hmm. where they like get into the work grind or but then, you know, they come home in their car, too. And now that we don't have that, people are most likely working from their houses and they don't really get that disconnect. You might be in a different room, but like all I don't know, sometimes there's like stress at the office and then when you leave the office sometimes you can like I don't know mm -hmm. it kind of stays there versus now it's all in one place so I liked that so I've been like implementing that like I'll run down the stairs and do like a lap kind of around that's really <laughs> good kind of like my victory lap I'm like you did another day like <laughs> no, that's, well that's really good and on that same point too I mean if you work from home even just I know not everybody can have like a, an entire home office, but if you can create some separation between like your work and your normal life, I think that can be really, really helpful. Like I, I do have my own office now, but having like my desktop separate from my relaxation space, which is in my living room is really nice. Otherwise I'm just going to be, you know, getting sucked into my work all day long, but it's yeah. nice to have it like separate. So. I love that. What are your tips and tricks for having like a growth mindset in COVID? Right before this, we talked about it's so different. There are so many different businesses that are either skyrocketing or they're plummeting. What are some tips for either both ends of the spectrum that you have? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really interesting in times like this. It obviously is hard for so many people, but this is also an opportunity. I mean, it's all about your mindset and how you how you view things. I think we're, we have so much more time now to like be introspective and think about what do we want out of our life? We're spending a lot more time at home. We have more time for self-care, but this is really an opportunity. Like maybe you 
actually have hated your job for the past three years and you've thought like, oh, I don't have time to create my own online business or something like that. Like you probably have a lot more time now than you did before. So like, how can you take the steps to, you know, do whatever it is, create the content that you want to create or the online course or the business. But yeah, I think again, yeah, it's just all about mindset. I think something that's really, really helped me throughout this to stay motivated because it can be really easy to kind of get in your head is just find somebody that inspires you, whether that's like on YouTube or it's a book maybe, and make sure like to commit some time every single day to that. And a lot of times I think that's helpful to do like first thing in the morning because it can really set you up for the rest of the day. What are you using right now? Are you reading? Are you listening to a podcast? What's, what's been helping you? Well, I do. I kind of rotate. I mean, there are a lot of podcasts I listen to. There are a couple different books. I just finished reading Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Okay. And it was very good. Was it good? Yes. Okay. I've seen so many people post that on Instagram and I have wanted to buy it <laughs> and it is in my cart. It's it's very good. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily like a growth mindset book, but I think it's still really good. And then there's also this other book, Speaking of like growth mindset, and this one kind of is more about money, but I think it can be really good, especially right now. Are there any tips from the book that you pulled away that you loved? Kind of like is on the similar like thought that we were talking about before in terms of diet, like making your financial decisions from a place of already being fulfilled and happy where you are right now and and attracting abundance from that place rather than like, oh my gosh, I'm losing so much money. Like I don't want to invest in this. I can't, I can't spend money on this. Hey, you, are you needing an afternoon at pick-me-up? Don Francisco's Organic Cold Brew is the perfect summer coffee drink. It's easy to brew at home. All you need is a large glass container or pitcher. After letting it steep in cold water for 24 hours, you have delicious coffee concentrate. It's the perfect way to start your summer day or enjoy as an afternoon pick-me-up. I know I sure need one. Don Francisco's is premium coffee, people roasted and packed in the USA. And the very best part, guys, Don Francisco's Coffee has created a special sampling code where you can receive 20% off any purchase on donfrancisco's.com. Just go to donfrancisco's.com, shop, and check out with the promo code BLONDE, and you will get 20% off your order. Offer is good from August 1st till January 31st, 2021. Get sipping, party people. So I want to jump into what are some tips for people who want to launch an e-course or starting a business? What is something that you wish you would have known before you started? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I wish that I would have known that you don't have to have like a huge audience in order to do it. I think a lot of people wait to do the things that they want to do because they're waiting until they have like 100,000 followers or they have a huge, you know, blog following or whatever it is. I think if you start to take the steps, so start creating the content, start thinking of, you know, the the ideas that you want to share with people and the, the results that you can help people achieve and start building, creating content around that, the audience will come rather than like waiting until you have that thing before you can chase your dreams. So I think that's really important. And I mean, just just going for it. Honestly, I think I, I find so many of my students are kind of in this rabbit hole of like taking 
too many trainings or downloading too many educational resources when it's like really you have to balance the consuming of other people's content and like the creation of your own. Mm -hmm. So when you're like creating a new launch for something, how do you go about planning that? Like what are your steps, like tangible steps for people to take to kind of see your path? Yeah. Do you mean like the launch or creating the course? Probably both. Okay. So we'll, we'll start with the course. Cause that usually comes first. But I think the first thing, like I said, if you, especially if you're coming from like the coaching industry or you've had one-on-one clients thinking about what is the end result that you can help people achieve. So like when I was first making nutrition courses, the end result that I was helping people achieve was either something like weight loss. It was overcoming like adrenal fatigue or maybe balancing hormones. So if you, the more specific end result you can think of the better and people always get really caught up on this because they're like but I want to help them with this thing and this thing and this thing and the more I guess the less specific you are the more you're going to lose people when it comes to an online course so I think if you are wanting to create an online course the more specific the end result the better and the more you can speak to the benefits of why somebody needs that the more that it's going to sell so that's really step one and then I guess so in terms of I mean, creating a course is such a such a process. But the the first thing I would say once you've de- once you've kind of decided on like the topic that you want to do is building an audience around that topic. And the way that I normally recommend doing that, obviously, social media is great. But as we all know, like we don't own our social media accounts. So if you aren't also building your audience on you know, via email or somewhere else where you're capturing the information from these people who are interested in what you're talking about. You know, if the algorithm changes again, you might not be reaching them. So it's really important to pick. I usually recommend one social media platform that people enjoy being on and they can commit to consistently and email. So like sharing something on Instagram and then also capturing these people's emails so that when your course is ready, you can kind of get them in two different places. You can promote on social and you can also email them any promos that are going on or things like that. So I love it. Now for launching, what are your steps to launch a course? Yeah, so it's definitely there's a lot of different things that go into it, but I'll say just like briefly what I normally recommend is choosing a time span of seven to 10 days. And just for anybody listening who let's say you don't have an online course, but you're just wanting to, maybe you even have like an affiliate link that you want to promote. Giving people like a reason to buy and to buy it right now is just gold. And that's what's going to increase like your number of conversions or sales, whether you have an online course or something else. So so when it comes to an online course or even like an ebook or something that you're selling online, having like a set amount of days, let's say seven to 10, where you're going to be heavily promoting throughout that time. So that looks like emails going out to your email list that we just talked about every single day or maybe every other day that's talking about, you know, what what it is, why people need it, why it's so amazing and how they can get it and just kind of being, you know, shamelessly selling. <laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a huge part of owning a business, but also like social media. I also do a lot of live trainings or video trainings where I think this can be really effective, which is like you are showing up and you're teaching something really valuable for free. So whether somebody buys the thing that you're selling or not, it it doesn't really matter. Like you want to be proving to them first and foremost that like, you know what you're talking about. You are an authority on this subject and you're giving them something first before you expect their money. So I think that that's huge and it can also be a great way to grow your audience. So a lot of people I think aren't necessarily like, let's say it's your first launch ever. Some people might not be ready to purchase whatever the thing is you're selling the very first time, but by showing up and leading with that value, 
you're much more likely to have them buy six months from now, a year from now, et cetera. Um, what platforms do you recommend for that? So for building the course, I really recommend Teachable. But in terms of like a live training, I do Webinar Jam. That's something I use for my webinars. But you can also like if you're not willing to invest a lot of money into that yet, you want to kind of just dabble first. You can always do like a Zoom. That's pretty cheap. You can also do like an Instagram live, which would be free, a Facebook live, which would be free. So there are a lot of different ways, depending on like your budget. I just always try and make it really accessible to people because when I when I first started my business, I literally had no money to outsource anything. So just know that like wherever you're at right now, there is a way to make it happen. Um, sometimes you have to be a little bit more resourceful. Yeah, <laughs> but there is definitely a way to make whatever you want to do happen. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> okay, well, pimp yourself out. Let's hear all the handles where everyone can follow you. Perfect. Well, I am at Rebel Nutrition pretty much everywhere. Instagram rebelnutrition.com. Rebel Nutrition on YouTube. And then my podcast is Wealthy, Worthy, and Wild with Rebel Nutrition. (laughs) Well, TBB babes, I am so excited. Please make sure to rate, reviews, and subscribe to the podcast. We will see your cute faces next Thursday. Thank you. It's cool.